Today's guest is <laughs> Mr. Ian Ohan, who's in the hospitality business. He's been here for 21 years. Uh, he owns Freedom Pizza as part of uh, Crush Brands, is that correct? Yeah. And um, I was going to say welcome, but we've been talking for yeah, the last yeah. half an hour anyway. So. I think Ted's been stealth, stealthily uh, recording <laughs> yeah. And that was a really weird introduction <laughs> from where we were. Like, that was, it was. Super, super formal. <laughs> I, I hope somebody out there enjoyed it. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Um, so listen, you started off uh, 21 years ago. Typically, I think you just said, everyone wants to stay for a couple of years, right? Yeah. Mm. And then what happened? <laughs> well, well, no, no, I came out, so I, I was, I had a bit of a, my, my father actually moved out here. He is in education and he moved out here to. So uh, he was a teacher? He was, well, he was an uh, administrator. So he okay. came out as like sort of a director of the higher college system. Um, and so he came out and I had come out to visit him, you know, to, you know, I hadn't seen him for a while. <laughs> I came out to visit him for a couple of weeks. And I thought, you know, this is pretty cool. It, it doesn't even, there was nothing there, right? But I, I was yeah. kind of at that age where I didn't really have anything to tie me down. I had a great job in Toronto, and I um, had a, a, the partner that I worked for was, a, you know, he wanted to make, he told me I'm going to make you a partner, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, he was a great guy, and he was. He was going to, like, you know, and I, I mean, all I had to give him was my time and my attitude because I kind of sucked at my job. So, but he wanted, you know, but he, he gave me sort of this way forward. And I and I, I came out here and I just thought, I mean, this is kind of, um, I just thought it was really interesting. And, and in Canada, it's a great country, but I could see the rest of my life, and it would be a good life. Mm -hmm. But I, I could almost see the rest of my life, you know, when yeah. I was twenty three or you know twenty three years old or something like that. And I just thought, you know, and I, and I, when I came here, I, it just sort of I just thought like this is kind of the chance to yeah. to try something, right? And my, you know, it wasn't such a big move. I remember my father right here, so it wasn't. So I and I was working uh, with KPMG in Toronto, and uh, I arranged the transfer over a period of time, and just came out here. Uh, and, okay. Yeah. okay. And then sort of yeah, to your point, I mean. I, yeah. I really didn't have any, you know, sort of, uh, I, I just, I, I had this, you know, I traveled, a f for a Canadian, I traveled more than probably the average Canadian as a child, and so I, uh, I just kind of, I felt really comfortable uh, being somewhere else, and uh, and it just seemed like the right, and, you know, you know, it's really funny, I remember I sold, I, I like, I had a great life, I mean, I will say, like, I, I was, I, I was at my financial best when I was, like, 21 years old, I had my own apartment, it was very small, but I had my own apartment, yeah. I had a sports car, and I had all the spending money I wanted because I just I didn't need anything else. And I thought, you know, shit, I made it. You know, like I, <laughs> this is all I got. And uh, so, so when I left, I sold everything. And I remember sitting in my apartment, and there was no furniture left. And I remember just feeling like this is. It, it, I felt totally free. Right. Like you know, I I remember thinking like I should feel, you know, worried or scared. But I remember that I just like it, I just felt totally free. And and so when I came, I kind of came like. Like just like mentally and physically with free. a bag. Yeah, literally with a bag. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a suitcase and I sold everything and I, I feel like I want to do that again one day. Just sell everything and just sort of like <laughs> I just kind of like because I, I just never you, you just it, it sort of lifts everything. Yeah, yeah. Your, you know, it was just a, it was such a good weird feeling, but it yeah. was a pretty but it was surprisingly positive. It wasn't a negative feeling. And did you find when you came here because. I came from New Zealand around the same time, and it was a bit like from here to here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was it the same for you? Yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, there was nothing back then. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, there was, there was, I mean, there was, I mean, everything we see today, there was nothing mm. here. I mean, it well, was, it was sort of Shakeside Road, wasn't at, it? At best, yeah. I mean, there yeah. was a Crown Plaza. There was a few, yeah. I mean, there was a few small buildings, which I guess were seen as high-rises back then, mm. and the World Trade Center. Um, but everything was new, and the, the yeah. price of oil had just gone through the floor, I think. Right. As soon as I got here, it went down to like $11 a barrel. Yeah. Everybody's freaking out. I'm like, I just got here. Like, you know, like, <laughs> what's going on? I remember nobody was getting paid by the government contracts and everything. Um, but it was, it was, uh, you know, it, it was such a small. I mean, you remember it? it was oh, such no. a small place. Well, it was a two lane road to Abu Dhabi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Abu Dhabi. You know, with the speed bumps. And, yeah, uh, you hit them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hundred kilometers an hour. It was like a journey to go to Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi used to, they used to have these uh, <laughs> speed bumps, and the problem is if you weren't paying attention, and it's a pretty pretty boring drive so yeah. like, you know you kind of like you know nod off or you know you're not paying attention and if you don't slow down for, i mean you're doing 100 kilometers an hour and there's a speed bump <laughs> on the highway right so it's going to do some work yeah, yeah there's, there's mm. not there's nothing that'll uh, eviscerate your uh, suspension yeah. like uh, hitting a speed bump at 100 kilometers an hour <laughs> and then it changed yeah it's yeah. all yeah it's been crazy so been, what about 2000 2003 then it just went bang yeah there was a couple of when i first got yeah there the first few years were quite slow but yeah. it was still it was uh, but it was it was good because for me it was i was 
just getting used to everything, yeah. um, sort of feeling my way out, and mm. you know, and you know, the, there's, you know, sort of, I, you know, you sort of have a work friends, sort of, right, and then you know, and you sort of end up hanging out with the people that you normally wouldn't hang out with just because yeah. there's nobody else. Yeah. You kind of was like that. Like, like yeah. you kind of like you know you you can stay home and be a hermit, or you can yeah, yeah, yeah. people exactly. that you don't like. I mean, exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> so so that's what we did, and you know, and you ended up, and, and but it was like four. It was a place you went every night in yeah, yeah. Dubai back then. There was five places, and you yeah. had to go to one yeah. of them every night. And generally, you'd be going down to Dira or yeah. And there, there was the what was that bar in um, uh, Bur Dubai, the one where all the military guys used to hang out. Well, um, yeah, there was yeah, the was Intercon used to go, yeah. and the um, well, the Meridian was going back. Pancho Villas, yeah, Pancho Villas, yeah, the little midget. Yeah, I mean, where is that legal? Yeah. Where, where is that even acceptable today? Yeah, I uh, mean, do, do you remember this? So the Intercon, they yeah. used to have the tall guy. Yeah, so they used to hire buff- basically yeah. like like. Yeah, like yeah, people that were just weird, right? Yeah, like, you know, yeah, or, yeah. or different. I mean, yeah, I shouldn't say weird. Yeah, and I mean, but they used to intentionally hire people that were just like a novelty. So they, exactly. had, that, they had that super tall guy. Yeah, the, yeah, the tall guy. And then the they had the midget with the yeah. the, the, the chapeau. Yeah, yeah. And the um, uh, and they still the have them. They still and have them in various places. Don't, no, yeah, no. they do. They do absolutely they? do. Well, yeah. um, that can't be socially acceptable. Well, it's not. But they still do. And I saw him just recently at a bar. Um, obviously, it took a while. Was he drinking or was he working there? <laughs> he, was, he was working. He now was, he runs uh, it. Now he, he runs yeah, the he place. Was, he was, <laughs> he, I don't think he so. Was, he was bossing the front. Yeah, yeah but they used to, I remember that all the doormen used to Wait, be like, there was just... Like, quite unique. Yeah, but, something... But the tall guy was... He was he, he was big. And he was he was the tallest man in the world. Well, he was a... I yeah. mean, he had a and they made him like a special uniform. Yeah. Yeah. But hasn't that not become quite a thing in all of the... Uh, the, the hotels, especially when you come in and you, you know you drop your car off or something, you always yeah. have a very very uniquely tall guy. Yeah, but this guy was this guy was, was like, like uh, this guy was a giant. giant this guy was this, uh, yeah. like this guy, and and the yeah the midget at Pancho Villas. I mean, he was like the bouncer, and he would stand there, and it's like, yeah. dude, I mean, you're you're like three feet tall. <laughs> yeah, and there was one, but but he could determine whether or not you came in. So that was a problem, yeah, exactly. right? So he had power. Yeah. yeah, so that was what it was like. And then there was there was oh, what's the what's somebody. the one that it was in uh, Birdie Bay? Is it? Pump? Was it was Pancho Villas? That's where all during the Gulf War. That's where all the military yeah, yeah. used to hang out and margaritas and yeah. margaritas and Mexican. They used to actually CNN used to film in there, or is it CNN? You know, they, they used to actually film in there a lot um, for like the news and things like that. Because there was a there's a time when it was all full of military, like when yeah. they were all flowing through here. Um, there was just all American military. And well, th- there was also um, the Marriott had uh, I think it was Bamboo Lagoon. And that was when the brunches started. Oh, I, I was I never did. I, I think I did the brunch once, and that was yeah. it. I mean, I'm not a brunch guy. I, I just never adopted the brunch. I mean, that was one thing I never did. I mean, Probably everyone did. did it. I mean, yeah. which just knocks your whole week out. Well, I did, what, I, what, what I found was I ended up um, partying so hard during the week. <laughs> Uh, that you weren't even when, fit for when brunch. The, when the weekend came on, I was just like, I just want to sleep by the pool. And like, I because because we got to, I got to, I got into that cycle of like, you know, you know, Sunday is this, yeah. this, Monday's this, and, and then by the time the weekend came around, I was just exhausted. I, mean, I yeah. was like, you know, you know, you know, you know, show up to work wearing the same suit. And like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I was well, in that kind when, of cycle. Well, when you came here, I I went to Saudi. Ooh, I so, yeah, so, so I was yeah. so we would come over here for the odd weekend and. That must Obviously. have been something at the time. Oh, I, mean, was, I remember was, going to Saudi on business, and yeah. I remember I, 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 did a, I was working on this project in Asir, in the Asir province in the south. Okay. Have you ever been down there? No. Abha and all that? It's crazy. It's yeah. like, it's, it's kind of like... Oh, no, I've been to Kamis. Yeah, yeah. Kamis, Kamis Mashed and all that. Yeah. yeah, so it's, it's like, I mean, there's like, you know, cable cars and mountains yeah, yeah. and monkeys, and um, it's a crazy place. Monkeys and midgets. Uh, no, there they weren't, they weren't any midgets. <laughs> but <laughs> but there, uh, were, there were monkeys, they were, uh, and there was cable cars and there was snow. And there was, well, Yemen was obviously just, and Yemen was over, just uh, over, yeah. over the road. I mean, you know, when you look at the statistics of that place, you know, they, you know, it's like sort of like, you know, dwellings, mud huts, yeah. and like <laughs> sort of like, but, uh, but I remember being there before they had internet. Yeah. Um, and it, it felt like uh, you were in some sort of like Monty Python-esque kind of, uh, you know, like it, it was literally like, like, I just remember that feeling of just kind of like, I'm, you just went through this glove. Yeah, and you're, you're on this other through side. Through a portal. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you were you were yeah. in this portal, and it was just like literally this. This is a bunch of people that have never seen. Mm. You oh, know, yeah. you, you were in their world, and yeah. and it was just it was so uh, so closed off. Yeah. So you know, and and this was like they were just still getting they were just getting internet like satellite internet in the um, compounds, and but I just remember thinking this is crazy. Like this is this is like a bubble in the world that they oh, yeah. you know it's 25 million people that at the time or I guess or whatever. 
that just don't have any idea no, no, what's no. going on outside of you know the, the but country. It, but even when I arrived in Saudi, there was really no internet of any perspective. My mother used to send me newspapers. Because I think the internet is what changed Saudi. I mean, oh. I mean, it gets once you know once they, you know once they start watching Dallas, they're like, well, shit, we like this stuff. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, once, they, once you get Dallas, I mean, you know, like it's. it's like I, think, I think YouTube um, in its early days was the most widely because they used to set up their own TV stations mm. on YouTube. Was it was YouTube in Saudi? Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah really? no, that was. And um, I think my my missus in, in about two thousand and nine, ten, something like that. Um, the, she was switched into that whole, you know, thing, and they said that um, more people watched YouTube than they did on, on national TV. It's come full circle because that's probably true now as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But there really wasn't much national TV, and and we had we had sports channels that would. Uh, there were no cinemas. There were no. no. You had no you, like, uh, you, there was literally no access to the world, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Sky News. Oh, okay, yeah. and, you, and I remember in our compound it was going to in your compound, but, but did, did the average Saudi have no? Any? No. no, I just I remember thinking like, like you know when you're interacting mm. with people, they're they're looking yeah. at you like almost a little bit like I mean you're like a like a you know, well like this a, is like a, yeah well I mean this is what they used to talk about the difference between Riyadh and Jeddah because Jeddah was a port yeah, and obviously right. people would be coming in more, and they right. got to understand it people in Riyadh they didn't see people the people in the Sierra province no one. <laughs> <laughs> Not a yeah. Zippo. Yeah. I stayed in. I, I was there. I, I was there. I, I think I was there for a total of about four or five weeks. I mean, which was insane by myself, right? I mean, it. I was really fit because I was going to the gym like you know, like four times a day. And I remember I, on the weekends because I, I was working for the government, so they, I had to go and st- I, they wanted me to stay there, right? So yeah. and and it was it was really lonely. Like there was, I mean, I stayed in. The, the, it was a beautiful hotel, it was a Rosewood hotel. Yeah. But I, I think I was the only guest. Like it was it was it was eerie. Like you know, like I remember thinking how you know, like I felt really, it, yeah. it felt really, you know, you curl up in the you know the no, position yeah, when you no. go to bed. And <laughs> Saudi Saudi could be a very uh, luckily for, I worked for DHL, so we had a big compound. Right, everybody yeah. was all in together. No, I was in. The, uh, and I mean, and all the people that were like you, they were, we would sort of adopt them. We, so they would yeah, just turn I, up in our company. Where were you when I was? And, and then I, yeah. I one week and on the weekends I'd like go sightseeing, right? I, mean, yeah. so I, I stayed in. A, I remember it was an intercontinental hotel that was once uh, owned by a sheikh, mm. and it was on an extremely high elevation. And I thought, you know, so you know, I, I didn't know. I was just bored, right? So I'm like, mm. I'll go up to this place and check it out. And I uh, so I went up there and I, and I I checked in. I was the only person in this. I mean. You know, palatial place. Um, it's been like something out of The Shining. It was. It right? was. <laughs> it was worse than that because I couldn't breathe because it was so high. And this is probably why the guy sold it. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, I couldn't sleep all night because it, it was at such a high elevation. Like I would wake up in the middle of the night, you know, like gasping for air. I mean, I don't. How could I don't know how anyone could live up there. Yeah. Um, but it was so. Uh, it was like The Shining. It was like it was an entire like compound. I was the. Uh, there's no doubt. I was the only person there, and they had the staff. I, it was the weirdest. Yeah, like, that uh, would be weird. Yeah, and and the fact that I couldn't breathe, like I, I was just like, and and you, you know, you just feel. You know, so isolated from the world, right? Because you're you're not only it's not only you're in this place, but you're in a place that doesn't exist outside of you know their borders, yeah. right? You yeah, know, yeah. and I just I just remember sitting on this high. I, I, it was the weirdest experience, and you know, as a far you know that was a long way from Canada, right? I was, yeah, I was no. like, here, oh, here a long way from home, right? I know. And you used to have those thoughts, didn't you? Say. How far could I be from home? Yeah, yeah. It, it felt. I remember actually, it was a bit emotionally like sort of. Yeah. You know, it's at points, you know, because it, you know, when you're that alone and you know. and you know you're that isolated and that far away from everything else, you know, you it does get a little bit uh, <laughs> sort of. Uh, you get a little introspective. Well, my one trip to Kamis Mache, and sorry, this is taking a little bit of time. Kamis means was it Friday, right? Thursday, Thursday, and there, but yeah. Well, don't you? And Mache is market. It's Thursday market, right? Yeah. yeah. So. The great thing about Camille, it, was, it had a big British aerospace compound. Yeah, I, I remember it goes on for you drive yeah. by it for like you know for like three hours or something. Yeah, and they had a grass rugby pitch, oh, which okay. generally it, we had to play in the sand. Yeah, so it was it was our bet. So you'd, you'd want to go to Camille. Anyway, we went to Camille. We played a fantastic tournament with all these different teams that were there, and then we had a big party. And I drank a little bit too much of the local beverages. Right. And I missed the bathroom the, uh, stills. Yeah. yeah, so I missed the guys, right? And I and then I woke up and I had to take a rush taxi to the airport. I'm thinking, when's the next flight to Riyadh? I'm yeah. in Abaha. They just left. Okay. 
How long am I going to be here? A week. <laughs> he said we've got another one in 15 minutes. Oh. Wow. But, but, but don't miss out because the next one's yeah. in a week. <laughs> the next one's in March. You're so lucky. So yeah, that was my one trip there. But yeah, no. It, it's a, but you were you were on the inside. I was on the outside. And I was oh, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a it, it was a it was such a unique experience. Though, yeah. but, but it was it, it was that I, I don't think I've ever felt that isolated oh, in no. the world ever. I mean, no, oh, no. And also, you didn't have a mobile phone. Uh, no, that's no. right. Yeah, so no mobile phone and. Um, yeah, I had and no, yeah, it was. You had no moon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had I, I had a little bit of internet in the hotel, but it was useless. And did, uh, did, 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 yeah, did, yeah, did, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a it was a pretty. But it was also it was also pretty neat. Like mm. it was also like it was very different, right? I mean, oh, <laughs> it's pretty. You know, I'm like I'm thinking like, who else gets to you know sleep, uh, sleep in a quite, palace? That's pretty you know, unique. At, you know, whatever yeah. forty five thousand feet or whatever. <laughs> so so, if, if if we scroll back over from there to here. Uh, if we go to let's say 2008, 2009 when the world fell off the edge of a cliff yeah. but I think you started pretty much the business so I sold my business uh, some people would argue too early yeah, um, but better a year early than a and, year and, late. And, yeah. what, and what was that? Because this is pre. Uh, so pizza I, I ended up, um, uh, I ended up working. I, I ended up working with. It's a long story how I came into contact with these two folks. Um, it, so my, I became a, a junior partner in a consulting company, a hospitality investment and consulting okay. company. And my two partners eventually became my partners were about ten years older than I was. So mm. it was a great opportunity to yeah. just kind of learn from them. Um, in two and a half years, we grew the business from sort of the three of us to about 45 people. Um, I mean, it, it just, you couldn't, I mean, 2004 to 2006 was it's crazy. I mean, it was, uh, you, 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 yeah. every minute you weren't working, you were losing a lot of money, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and it was work hard, play hard, and, and spend even harder because you can't buy anything because everybody yeah. wants everything and the inflation was crazy. Um, and we, we were getting offers, you know, like crazy. Like, and, but we're just, and it was just, it was really exciting. Like, it was like, a, and then, you know, we were, but it was all kind of like, it was really a lot of wheeling, dealing. Every, everything was everything was on the table for everything, right? Yeah. Everything was for sale in Dubai. Yeah. Um, I don't think, well, I don't think I'll ever see anything like that in my no. lifetime again. And I suspect probably most people will never see that no. in their lifetime. And that, that environment was just fire on fire on yeah. fire, right? I mean, the whole global economy was going yeah. and, and it was just game on here. And so we ended up, um, uh, we sold our company at the end of 2006 to Jones Lang with Sal. Um, you know, they were a decent company and, and that's a really funny story how they uh, came to us. But uh, uh, so, but they, and then um, we, we took the company from the 45 people to like 145 people. Um, did you know? I, I set up a transactions group, and you know, it was it was still it was still game on. And then um, and then 2008, I, I remember I was sitting in a conference, and the guy on the panel who was, was sitting next to me was a Lehman Brothers guy. All right, and, all right. And, 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 did he did did start crying? No, he didn't start crying. It was it was a little bit. Uh, it, it was Wait, um, he had his BlackBerry, which you know that was the thing yeah. that not everybody probably. He had his BlackBerry out, and he kept checking it out. And I looked over at him, but I smiled because he goes, you know, everyone knew what was happening. And he's like, and I'm like, I'm like, you're right. He goes, yeah, I'm just seeing if I still have a job. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. yeah, and then I like, like a couple hours later, it's like, no. Nope. <laughs> and so yeah, so every the, the bottom just and dropped then, down. And then as soon as Lehman went down, everything went down here. Pretty oh, much. oh no, this was the. Uh, I, I think it pretty well happened. Wow, uh, week, pretty weeks, yeah, I mean, exactly. I mean, and I, so I, I came out in 2008, mm. did some stuff. Uh, you came into a great time. Yeah. Uh, it was great. It was great. And then uh, I flew back in February 2009 to take up the business properly. And Shakeside Road was empty. Oh, no, no. I could was, not uh, believe what it was like. I, uh, you know, it's funny. When, you, when I look back on it, I didn't, it, I didn't register how bad it was. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, you, know, like you kind of go through it and you kind of like, yeah, I was like, I mean, I was really fortunate because mm -hmm. we just sold the business, right? Yeah. But um, I remember it still shook me. You know, yeah. uh, it really shook me. And, and so I, it, I stayed with JLL to the end of 2009, you know, and they're, they're like, you know, going to lay all these guys off. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so I actually said, I said, listen, I said, you know, because I was on a big salary because, you know, we, we sold, you know. So um, I said, look, I'll take a year off. Like, I'll take a sabbatical. I mean, what the hell's going to happen in a mm. year, right? And, and, uh, and they said, oh, no, you got to, you know, downsize. I'm like, but, you know, these guys just 
which yeah, has right. been a lot of money the last year. I mean, yeah, probably I, some have up, even just come out here, set up. I set up a transactions team, and you know, yeah. we know the guys killed it, and they're like, "Oh, we got to downsize." And I'm like, "Well," and I said, "Well, I'll take a year off, leave the guys." Mm. You know, I mean, they had a great year last year. I mean, it was you, know, you were pretty happy a month ago, right? <laughs> with them, with everybody, um, and they said, uh, "No, we got to go." And I, and I said, and they wouldn't, they wouldn't accept. So I just said, "Like I said, why don't we?" Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it was kind of I had to finish my earnouts and everything, and I was just kind of like, maybe it's time to make a break. So, mm-hmm. um, and my daughter was born. You know, I just mm-hmm. been born. So, so yeah. So that uh, that was the clean break, and that's how I got into pizza. <laughs> right. Good timing. Yeah. And that worked out okay, right? Yeah, well, it's, it's still it's still going on, but it's uh, yeah no it's going no it's, it's been pretty exciting yeah so yeah. Um, uh, it, it, it's it's never boring here so I, I started with a franchise from the so the but did you did you sorry to interrupt but did you you finished there was so much going on and then you went did you take a period yeah I did yeah my started. daughter was just born yeah. and uh, what I I didn't know what I wanted to do for the fr- and and I didn't mm. this is the first time I was sort of jobless without mm. uh, without a plan if you know what I mean mm-hmm. and um, I kind of said to myself listen you know and you know there was a the world was a shit show at the time and I kind of thought to myself um, you know my daughter was just born I'll spend some time with her yeah. um, and but the one thing I knew and, and it was really tempting to, to do was to go back and do what I was doing or do something in the corporate world so I just the one thing I knew in my heart was that I don't want to go back sure. and do that yeah. and it's super tempting because as soon as you leave then of course the competitors call you and they say you know they want to hire you and pay you more money yeah. and it's just kind of like and my, you know my wife's like why don't you go you know like because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm getting tired of seeing you around the house I'm just seeing yeah. the house for too long <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When I was, she, she kept saying you know because I'm pretty act, like I'm kind of one of these people I'm all or nothing right. and so you know when I work you know, I'm kind of all in and then yeah. uh, but I, I, I can slow down really nice, so, so, so I mean, what, what does nothing mean what does nothing mean Nothing is like, I mean, really nothing. I mean, like, I could, you know, nothing is, uh, you it's know. Like, it's like right now. Nothing is like having three three things to do, you know, and, uh, like, I can stretch that into a month, right? You know, like, I can plan my, you know, like, oh, you know, what are you doing today? Well, I, you know, I've got to go to the dentist on, on the 21st, you know. <laughs> so I'm going to spend all my time planning to get there, right? So I can, I can get really laid back. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so my wife got a bit worried that I was never going to go do anything, and she was getting tired of me in the house, so. And what uh, what made you um, or drew you to pizza? I mean, it was through a franchise, right? So this is a, kind of a weird thing. Uh, we went to Florida. My dad had a place in uh, Daytona Beach, and we went there. And it's like a lot of people like you in that shirt and that cap. And um, we we went there, and my daughter, you know, we just went there just to kind of like you know, yeah. and, and so you know, and my dad wasn't there, but we just sort of went and hung out. And yeah. um, and I and I'm one of these people that I get up like in the middle of the night, and like I don't, I'm not a good sleeper generally. And, um, and you know, all through my work, I, I would get up, at, you know, at my, regularly at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. and work, you know, till you know, whatever, you know, and, and, I, and I'd go to bed at, like, 9 or 10, but I'd, I'd get up at, like, 2, mm-hmm. 3, 4 in the morning all the time. And I, I remember I was in Florida, and I was, uh, and I couldn't sleep one night, and uh, so I got up, and I actually, uh, and, I, and I, it sort of, I was sort of at a crossroads, and I kind of thought, like, mm. what do I want to do, right? You know, like, you know, this is nice doing nothing, but, you yeah. know, but I, I either, you know, I kind of, kind of be serious about things. So I actually just took out a piece of paper in the middle of the night, and I just put a, drew a line down the middle of it, and I drew another cross, and I just said, and I wish I had, I really wish yeah, I had it. Yeah, do you still have it? I was thinking I wish I had it. Frame it. I wrote, uh, on the left side, I wrote things I like about work, right? Things I don't like about work. And then, I, and then I wrote on it things I like about life and things I don't like about, you know, in, in life, right? And and I kind of went through it because I figured, like, I said, whatever I do, I should do something, you know, I think I've earned the privilege to, mm. to maybe do something that I actually, you know, choose to do yeah, that yeah. actually suits what I want. Yeah. And and I kind of, I went through all the things and I, what I realized, I mean, the conclusion, I, I don't know how I arrived at this, but, you know, and maybe it was in retrospect wrong, but, <laughs> but what I arrived at was, I like I I'm not a very sociable person in the sense that like I'm um, I, I'm I, I'm I'm a natural introvert so I can appear extroverted but it, it you know it takes it, so when I'm with people it drains me no offense no but so but but I like to be yeah. around people on my terms if you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so like so yeah. I, like the hospitality industry I liked it because it was quite social yeah um, but I was at work right, right so right. it was on my terms so I and I enjoyed you know being with customers and I enjoyed the people that I worked with but I could do it on my terms right so I got my social fix and then I could yeah. go home right so I, I remember thinking like that was one of the things that I kind of liked because it was a great way for me to get a social outlet without it being draining on my mm. own terms. 
and so that was one thing. And I, and I, and I sort of, everything came back down to sort of hospitality. I, I came from a fine dining background, you know, and, and, but then I, but I thought that's just really fucking expensive. Right. And that's hard. You know, that it's yeah. you know, a high, very high chance of failure and it's really so, expensive. And then I kind of got to this idea that, and because of the business experience that I had, I liked the idea of business being repeatable and something that can grow, mm. you know, that's scalable, you know, because if, if you open a, a restaurant, I mean, it's great, but you're going to work your balls off and mm. you might be really successful, but that's pretty much all you can do, like mm. to do well, or I like, it's hard to, you know, open a bunch of really fine dining restaurants. Yeah. And so I like the idea of that. So I sort of arrived at this idea that I could be in hospitality, work with people on my own terms and have a scalable business. And that sort of led to fast food mm-hmm. or, or, you know, or, you know, sort of QSR or things like that. And, you know, I, I ended up, I, I sort of, we skipped over this, but I ended up doing a hospitality degree after mm-hmm. I dropped out of university. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, and I, that was kind of by default. And that was kind of, that's another, you know, I, after I called my dad and dropped out and he said, what are you doing now? And, uh, that was know, after the calculus. That was, oh yeah, calculus was first. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know I, I literally, I remember I sat in a class and the guy said, the prof- you know, the first day he goes, he goes, look to the left of you, you know, one of those things, look to the right of you. One, one of, of you is not going to be, be there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like that's me. <laughs> Thank you for saving me all this time. Like, I'm, I'm out, you know, like, <laughs> I thought that was the top Thank God. Movement. Thank yeah. God you said so. I, whew, I thought it was just me. <laughs> anyway, I'm out here. I'm going to save somebody a lot of time. I'm going to save a lot of time. And, uh, yeah, I think I, that second one is my computer. Uh, yeah. doing like, you know, and I, like, it's just funny because, like, I could do all that stuff because I felt I had to, but it, it wasn't what I – and I, I had to work really hard and I could do it. But yeah. um, the same thing, I walked into my final exam for, like, yeah. which I hadn't been to. I spent in the pub, you know, most of the – instead of going to class – and I walked into the exam, um, you know, everybody's there and they're all serious. And so I wrote my name on the paper. It was about like 30 or 40 pages, like a two-hour exam. And I you know, sort of flipped through. And, uh, this isn't for me. This isn't it's, like, it's like hieroglyphs, you know. I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I, so like after like four or five minutes, I just walked out, but handed in my paper. And everybody's looking at me like, fuck, this guy's amazing. Guy's like, like, <laughs> rain man. Okay, killed it. Killed it. <laughs> See you later. Yeah, so, so yeah, and then I, 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 the only class I did keep yeah. was this film, yeah, right. <laughs> which right, I really right. enjoyed. You know, uh, and and all we did, this is hilarious. All we did was watch old movies, which I really actually, I actually got something out of this course. And then we would sit around and talk about them, like yeah. about our feelings and stuff after. Yeah. And, and so that was really good. And then, but that's when I started working in bars, restaurants, and all that kind of stuff. So, so, th- and then I, uh, I went, I. You know, I called my dad, uh, who was funding this whole, you know, charade. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I was at a phone booth in the middle of winter, and I, I called him Collect, too. Like, I imagine you're, I mean, I, I can imagine my son doing this one day, right? And he's like, I called him fucking Collect to tell him that all the money he's been sending me, I've been spending in the bar, right? <laughs> I dropped out of school a year ago, basically. And I, and I still had one course, right. but it was film. Right. Yeah, film, man. Yeah. And so I, I remember I told him, and I was my girlfriend at the time was with me, and I, I was really like kind of nervous. I mean, as he might be for, you mm. know, and I remember, yeah, I kind of sort of told him, and I kind of like you know sort of flinched a little bit, you know, and he was nothing. He didn't say anything, and then he and myself was just really not like my father. And then he said, um, "What are you going to do now?" And, I, and then I said, "I'm going to cycle through Europe." <laughs> <laughs> And then, 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 uh, I had to declare a major in my mm-hmm. second year, mm-hmm. and I, I I was literally looking at the you know yeah, as I was in line, and I was just like I I can do phys ed, <laughs> yeah, or economics, and I chose the wrong one. <laughs> Neither one of them were great choices, but I chose economics, and then I got serious, and, and it was you know, and I did okay, and, but I, I joined the rowing team, which was great. That was a great experience. And uh, I just thought, you know, this is this is this is, this is some bullshit. I mean, like this. Is, I, I, so the decision process was the only thing worse than not graduating um, with a degree in economics is graduating with a degree. Because <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do with a degree in economics? Exactly. And I, I kind of looked at it as cutting. You know, is, is, like I'm saving myself a year and a half. You know. <laughs> And uh, so, so that's what I did. And I, I, I cycled through Europe. Um, my girlfriend invited herself, unfortunately, and you know, 
uh, on the trip with me, which wasn't part of the plan. But so she, um, cycled through Europe and then um, uh, came back uh, to Toronto. And I, I, it was funny because I just, I just kind of enrolled in this hospitality. But program. was it was? How did you find that? Which the hospitality? hospitality program? Yeah. I, 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 so the school was, I yeah. mean, like, to be honest, it was kind of Mickey Mouse compared to what I was doing, you know, previously. But, yeah. it, but, I, but I actually liked what, so I, what I ended up doing was working at a hotel. Yeah. And I worked at the Four, uh, Four Seasons Hotel in Toronto, which I loved, mm, I loved, right. loved. Yeah. And, uh, and I ended up, I was working 40 hours a week in the hotel yeah. while I was in school. And, sure. And, and I, be, I, be, I, mean, I basically became completely nocturnal. Yeah, right. Um, I would, you know, I would basically, I would, I would, I would I'd typically wake up at like three or four in the afternoon. Mm. Um, you know, go to my, I'd always come to all my classes in the afternoon, go to work, um, finish work at one or two in the morning, study, yeah. you know, do it all again the next day. And, and, and but I, what I really, uh, my real education was at the hotel and I was sure. just working all the time sure. all over the hotel and, and, that, and, and the stuff you see there is just so unbelievable. Yeah. That, but that's, a, that's another that episode. That was a life education. That's, a, that's, that's another a, episode. That was an education. Yeah. I mean, and this is, you know, a lot of really up wealthy people yeah, right? yeah, yeah. and, and, and yeah. you actually get this weird glimpse into their lives because mm. you're just some guy like taking you know picking up their luggage driving yeah, right. their car you know uh, you know serving the, so you get this weird glimpse into their lives that like yeah. people that know wouldn't know and it's just like you realize how screwed up yeah. people are yeah. you know how much money can really yeah, you know, yeah. how unhappy people with money can be you wow. know yeah. I mean, wow. yeah. mm. so you, you then so the, I love the story about you said that you wish that, that had that bit of paper that said you know the, the I wish I had pluses yeah. and minuses yeah. and everything. So having gone through that, you said that uh, I, I like to be in a business food, where, I, where I can be with people yeah. in my own terms. Yeah. Um, and I liked restaurant business. Yeah. Um, and I wanted something scalable, so I sort of went to sort of fast food. That was and it was really weird because I hadn't come across. And then it was probably a couple of months later that um, I actually heard about this company, Naked Pizza, in the U.S. Mm. Um, and uh, I was uh, the founders were being interviewed on Bloomberg on uh, it was like Entrepreneur Week in New Orleans. Mm. And had it been five minutes later, I would have been asleep. Like I was literally my head yeah. was on the pillow and I was listening. I wasn't even watching. And I remember I, was, I just sort of I kind of I heard what there was the guy was saying and I thought it was really interesting and he was talking about you know a company with purpose. They were the first to use social media. I know people today won't believe okay. that it, it didn't always exist, but it yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, in business. And so, what did that mean then? Nothing. To use social media oh, then? Well, there was nobody was using social media. But if they were the first to use it, what were for they? For business, for business, oh, they're for using it for business. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. And then they were, and they had a healthy product, and their mission was to basically use fast right, food to right, uh, promote right. health, right? And that was the that was liter they were literally the first company to do that. Mm. There were three founders. Um, and they're just still very good friends of mine today. And, mm. You know, they all—they're all, they're all very, very interesting and entertaining yeah. people. And in fact, Robbie is one of them, and he's going to be here next week. Right. Um, so yeah. So I mean, and you know, we see them, and but the, um, and it's funny because I, uh, so I, I listened to what they're saying, and I don't remember. I looked up, I sort of figured out, you know, I got the name right, and I went to sleep, and I woke up at you know one o'clock in the morning, like I do, and I wrote this long email to them. Um, you know, I looked them up and they seemed mm. pretty interesting. They just seemed pretty clever what they were doing. Mm. So I wrote this long email to them saying that they should come to you know the Middle East and you know and I, the heading the, the header on it was um, I, ha I actually have this email because it's pretty funny because it, it said something. Cause I, I get up, I do this a lot. Like I just write because sometimes yeah. sometimes you get a response. Right? Yeah, if and you don't I, ask. What's that? If you don't, you don't and, and if, if you, you and if you if you're not interesting, then you know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's it's just literally you're just firing a shot in the side. So was, yeah. was it like a flow of consciousness from you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was hundred. You know, it's like when you wake up in the morning, like I can't believe I did that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, and and so it, the Jerry Maguire, yeah, yeah, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, where yeah. you're almost you're embarrassed about what yeah. you did, right? Yeah. Like, you know, and like I hope nobody. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, but it, I think it was like, um, you know, you guys should be in the Middle Ages. I'm like, pick me, please, or something like that. Like, it was something stupid like that. And I wrote this sort of thesis about why the Middle East is so amazing and why I'm incredible and I should be the guy that should do all this shit. <laughs> and, they and they bought it. They bought sake. it. No, yeah. So, so, so they both, both of the two of the partners wrote to me independently because I guess they saw it independently. And they both wrote to me and they, we ended up on a Skype call like a few hours later. And uh, and we, we, I just you know had this sort of natural you know we were just became so sort of, we took kind of hit it off yeah. and they were they were I think they were I mean sort of intrigued about you know how crazy I was to yeah. you know and they had one store in New Orleans at the time like a oh, five hundred wow. square foot store wow. and they and it was funny because they kind of said well what are you going to do now and I said well, I, don't, I said I don't know so they said well look we can come out and see you and I said but why don't you come out and see us right and so I said sure and. Um, 
you know, I sort of went, my, my, I was lucky my parents-in-law were there, so, and my daughter, you know, so I, and I kind of said to my wife, I said, I think this is pretty, and I just told her about it. Yeah. And my wife's one of these people where, like, you know, she can tell me a lot of negative stuff, but every once in a while, she, and she she's always, like, at a very important time, she's always just kind of, like, her gut's really good, and she just said, go. And I'm like, I'm like what? <laughs> I, I could go? So I, 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 the next day, I got on a flight to Houston. Uh, you know, did the direct you know, yep. twelve hundred hour flight, mm-hmm. um, and, and then uh, rented a Harley Davidson and rode from uh, from Houston to New Orleans. Spent a week with them. Um, you know, really liked. You know, what I thought was just a really clever idea. There was a lot of uh, uh, a lot of reality. Like mm-hmm. one of the founders, his daughter had diabetes, and so you know, so so there's a lot of real, and they had a real mission, and, and they were really clever guys. Like they were, they were. They were they were really smart guys. Uh, really, they were very open and tra- like, like yeah. bizarrely open and transparent. And you know, we we sort of hit it off, and and I spent a week with them. And at the end of the the week, uh, I remember I was calling Jeff, who was one of the founders, and and I you know said, oh, you're you know, I was in the hotel. And he's like, oh, you're off tomorrow. So yeah, I'm, and uh, he says, well, you know, when are you going to be in the states again? And and I'd planned a motorbike trip a few a few weeks later. And I said, well, I'll be back, you know, like in two or three weeks, and I'm doing this. What are you doing? I said, I'm just doing going from New York to LA on kind of a motorbike. And there's this long pause, right? And I remember I was I was I was in bed like when he called me. It was like you know nine thirty. I got up at like ten, and uh, and I was like I remember I was like you know the little light was on in the room, and it, and, it, and there's this long pause, and I'm like and I'm like, do you want to come? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're coming. And it was so weird because and and uh, the, all three of the partners had like I think two of them had ridden like you know like mopeds and shit when they were kids, <laughs> so they all got their their, their motorbike license. No, yeah. they all got their motorbike licenses. And they, they met me uh, like sort of like half, you know, sort of midway through, less than midway through, and we went across the states together um, and got to know each other, and it was great. Uh, How long did that take? Uh, the whole trip took about uh, 12, 13 days. So. Well, they must have been reasonably invested if they came out halfway <laughs> through America with you. I think they're crazy. Thanks, but no, you didn't like really it. make it. There was a, there was a part of, no, but you know, it's funny, like, there was a, I think there was this sort of kindred yeah. spirit about, like, we're, yeah. we're all a bit fucking crazy, yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, I dig it. You Let's know, do it. And we, and you get to know people pretty well when you're on a yeah. bike trip, um, and, uh, yeah, and it was, uh, it was pretty good, and so, uh, at the end of it, we you know, we hooked it all up and we st- we launched Naked Pizza here like six months later. And what was that like? I mean, I remember when it came. It did, mm. You got a lot of good press. Mm. Oh, it was great. Yeah, they, they they I mean, they did everything. I mean, they, this was their this was their first sorry their second store opening in the world was there, and, and they had signed four hundred and fifty locations. Like they blew up. Their their investors they had Mark Cuban as an investor. They had the Kraft oh, really? family as an investor. I w- I became an investor and. In, Technically, still am in, mm, uh, yeah. in the company. Mm. That's another uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. um, uh, but yeah, so they um, yeah, and when, when they came they they came out full force, and uh, I mean they they put my you know the, the, my mentor in the, the business. They moved to he lived in the, our you know the marina store above our marina store for a year. And mm-hmm. it was uh, it was it was I mean in America it was naked N A K E D, but they wouldn't let it to be. So this I have I've got a photo of this, and I should I should give it to you. You can put we can flash it up on the podcast. It was on the motorbike trip that I was I had two other friends that were with me that we were coming you know we were going anyway and it was one morning we were hung over to shit it was in um like uh, like New Mexico or something. I don't know where we were at. at our, like, we were really hungover. We, all, we had a big night the night before, and we were all sitting around at breakfast, you know, because you know you gotta get up and get on your bike. And uh, and the discussion kept coming back about you know it can't be naked in Dubai, right? Yeah. And uh, and one of my friends, Alan, uh, he, he had a napkin, and he's a marketing kind of guy. And he was sitting with Robbie, and everyone was, you know, it was one of those really quiet mornings, you know. <laughs> and and he just wrote M underscore K underscore D, and uh, and that was it. And, and I actually have the photo of that. I don't have the napkin, but I have the photo of that um, that time because because Robbie, who's coming up next week, who's yeah. a brand guy, he just looked at it and just went, yeah, right. yeah, we'll work on that. Right. So um, yeah, it was a good trip. I mean, uh, and then I, I did I did other trips with them, and uh, yeah, we became really good friends. Yeah. Again, and uh, so and it, you know, it, it, what was nice is biz- it, what I liked about it is a business didn't have to be you know so confrontational, mm. and you could actually you know the idea was could I do business with people that I liked and, and choose who I wanted to do business with rather than what you'd done previously. Yeah, which is whatever. Work. Yeah, do whatever you're. You have to yeah, do, yeah, right? exactly. You know, um, so I, I, yeah, I enjoyed the, the whole ride. Yeah. And it turned out to be a great show for you, and then yeah. it's kind of changed into Freedom Pizza. 
Yeah, yeah. There's a that's a no, that was a nice segue you made there, but yeah, yeah, yeah a lot yeah, in between. But yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but that's well, that's no. what we know it as, and yeah. a lot of people yeah. here that you know have only lived here for the last six mm. or seven years wouldn't know it as. So um, what happened was when I uh, so I so Naked still exists, sort of. Um, it was sold, you know, it passed on several times, and um, so I it, it, it was the, the I'm going to be careful about what I say, but. Um, the owners that ended up, we ended up not seeing eye to eye in a lot of things, um, and they were doing things that were so egregious that um, my lawyers, you know, it was actually my lawyers. I mean, there's at some certain point they just said, "Ian, you know, sit down, yeah. have a coffee. Yeah, we're, right. we're terminating." You know, okay. Um, like, it was almost like you know, like he, we, you, you know, you need to do this, but we're just gonna, we're going to do it. For sure. you. Yeah, we're going to, sure. you know. And so we terminated that relationship. But mm. interesting, and I don't even know if Ted knows this, but. I um the first I remember it was around eight or nine at night and, and, and you know what's remarkable when you terminate a long term agreement um it's a two liner because <laughs> yeah, right. I remember I'm like is that that's it it's like uh, you know like they're like they're like uh, I, I don't know how much you can swear on this podcast but uh, oh no you it, can swear oh, no, yeah, we can swear so that so the lawyer who's quite a proper yeah. British trained yeah. lawyer he said Ian when you um and actually was the senior partner he was a Scottish fellow and he goes Ian when you tell somebody to go fuck themselves you keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> And he, he was literally a one-liner. It was just like, and it, it was, I, I wish I had a copy of that because it was. Actually, I do have a copy. It was, it was, it was ridiculous. Like it was, you know, like just terminating all of it, like just in, in a one-line, you know, like, a, a divorce. Yeah, just totally. Just and because you know, the, there's no explanation required. You're doing it right, and then uh, it's like handing your notice in yeah, a work. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. I mean, you know, I'm a, I'm, what else are you going to say to them? Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Um, so, uh, so we did that, and then, the, but the person I called right after that was Robbie. It was mm. one of the partners from mm. Naked who had, had all been pushed out of their own business. Mm. And uh, I called Robbie, and he's like, uh, and you know, he, they all knew it was all going to shit anyway. So, so Robbie right. said, to, he goes, I told him what happened. He's like, all right. And he said, uh, what are you going to do now? And I said, uh, I said, I think I need a new brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, God bless Robbie. He got on a plane, I think a day or two later, flew out here, stayed at my house for a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, because it, it was really weird because mm. everyone kept saying, because we were so successful as NKD, mm. right? And there is, and this is this is a really interesting lesson for me. And you know, I, sometimes you have to trust your gut. And as I get older, you know, you kind of you, you kind of feel, yeah, you, yeah. Just, you know, just you feel something. You feel something for a reason, right? Absolutely. And uh, and and even when you're younger, you don't trust it because you get all cerebral and you think, you know. But but as you get, so but this was one of those times where, and everybody was like, oh, you're fucked. What are you going to do now? I mean, you know, you the brand and everything, right? But it was, there was part of me that kept saying, you know what, the brand is great, yeah. but you know, but people. You know, it's what we do every day, right? We're still yeah. the same people. Yeah. Um. You know, it's we still act the same way, right? So it's it's kind of us that they they just don't know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so yeah, so yeah, they yeah, think yeah, yeah. this is what they love. Yeah, right? yeah. They, this, They've attached their emotion yeah. to this, right? To yeah. a smiley face or whatever it is. And I thought all I need to do is show them something else to attach their emotion to and convince exactly. them that it's real, right? And I, I didn't underestimate the you know the the task at hand, but I but I. But I kind of like I, I, just, I think how much is really changing like in yeah. in, in in our business right you know to our customers so so I kind of had so so I went through like Robbie had all kinds of you know like Robbie's an amazing he's the best brand you know, yeah, kind yeah. of guy I've ever come across um, and he you know so we you know we came up with you know, hundreds of different things right. And then, and at one point, I was sitting in my living room, and, and, and it was later, and Robbie just, we just, yeah. he's a great, you know, he's just one of these guys, he's just so deep, and we, we just talk and talk and talk until like, you're exhausted, and you're like, just stop, please, you know, like, and it was later, it was one of those nights, and it was kind of late, and we'd just been talking, yeah, and it's, like, it's just so, um, the conversation is just so fertile that you can't stop talking, and eventually yeah. you just get sick of talking, you know, because it's just, you're getting exhausted, and I was, I was sort of at that point, and he said, look, and he goes, he goes, you know, you, you know, we can come up with you know hundreds of brands. He said, but it should be something that's personal to you, right? Right. It has to be something real to you. You know, like we can, I said, we can come up with all kinds of clever stuff, and you know, yeah. And he said, and we did. We had like bookloads of you know like ideas, right? Like we had like it was like, and, and yeah, there were a lot of great names. Mm-hmm. And then if you ever want to start a pizza company, I can sell you fifty amazing concepts. But uh, and he said, and he started talking to me about the things that were important to me, right? And um, and the idea of freedom came sort of came mm-hmm. up. And I sort of, you know, having my daughter was just being born, I, I, and, and having sort of, for the first time in a while, being truly kind of free in a way, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, the, the shackles of day-to-day life sort of broken. I kind of, and I can see in my daughter, uh, this, uh, this, they're, the children are unencumbered mm-hmm. by, by life, right? You know, by yeah. the, the shackles of life. And, and there's very few times in, as an adult where you actually feel truly free. 
right? And, and I think, and it was funny because it, it occurred to me that, that and, 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 and for me, being on a motorbike in the middle of the U.S., you know, in a, some godforsaken town, you know, I, I, it's actually zen for me. Like, I do mm. these trips, and I go on my own, because, I, and, I, and I get emotional, and I go through yeah. these, like, really weird things. And then I and I feel and I, and I feel right in the world and I don't feel that way very often, mm. you know, as an adult. And I don't. And I suspect it's similar for other people. Yeah. And the idea of freedom has just sort of kept coming back. And the idea of like to it's almost a reminder to try and, you know, to try and you know to uh, to, to seek that out more as an adult. You know, because I see it in my kids. And even as my kids get older, I can see you can see it starting to fade, right? And it just. You know, and I really envy people that are truly, like, there are people that are truly, oh, yeah. like, I don't give a fuck, right? You know, like, yeah. I'm not bothered by it, you know, I'm not, it doesn't bother me. And they they're, they're, they seem very centered in themselves, and, mm. and society probably thinks of them as outcasts. Yeah. Right? Those are we, had, we had one last yeah, week. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> we had one last week, and she talked about mm. uh, working with, um, with, sea the, with, with Sea Shepherd organization. Mm. And she said, these people live with exactly. a backpack, with yeah, nothing exactly. else, and, and, they go from and, job, and they go from job to job, yeah. and then they'll have three months out in the ocean, yeah. protecting yeah. the ocean. Yeah. And then the next thing is they're, they're waiting tables, or they're working behind a bar, yeah. and that's amazing. What's amazing about it is, like, it's, it's it, it, it's uh, anybody could probably do that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's actually what's amazing, but we won't do it. Mm. And, and and so so that that was where freedom came from. So mm. that was uh, and, and that's sort of uh, you know how. Do it's you see man do you was see, born free, but is everywhere in chains? Do you yeah. see NKD and and freedom as two different brands? Yeah, completely. Well, I mean, no, so so because as a consumer from here, I sort of see uh, you know. In Katie, okay, they're now free. It's a continuum, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So, the, you know, the, the one thing that I, Robbie taught me yep. was that, you know, a, a brand isn't who you say you are, it's who, it's what people say about you, right? Mm. So, I can't tell you what my brand is, you know. So, yeah, I, right, I will right. see these brands, especially here, they're like, mm. we have great service. I'm mm. like, well, I guess that's probably for us to say, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> our, our food, our pizza's the best. I'm like, Maybe yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be the judge. Yeah, of that. yeah, right. Yeah. So, so you know, you, you you don't you don't get the right to, to yeah. say those things, right? And, and yeah. if you're saying them, it's probably not true. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. we're the best. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? So, 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 like the, so to, to your point a little bit, like what we the the ethos of it's still there. You know, the yeah. who we are and the way we behave. NKD here was was a lot of my making in the yeah, sense yeah, that yeah, I can that, that, like yeah. it was you know so yeah. what we like, so I mean the guys from Make it they like they they I mean and my mentor Alex in the business who was like a Domino's, he's an amazing guy mm. Domino's Pizza guy he was the one that taught me everything like you know how to run and everything and he said he kept saying to me because he like because what because you 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 know you do some things you know you said you do everything right and he said but then you do everything to a mm. different level right because I, I really enjoyed it. Mm. And so, so I think a lot of me was in there anyway, mm. you know, and so, so, you know, Naked was a great idea, right, um, great concept, um, and, but, you know, but I was in there too, right, you know, and so, so yeah, I think, I, like, mm. the, the, that's why I wasn't that worried about the smiley face or the, mm. I, I mean, I was worried about it because everyone was going, oh, shit, you know, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you know, everybody's looking at it like you're fucked now, right, you know, and I'm like, hey, you're going, I guess, you know, like, but, but there was something in the back of me that was like, I don't think it's that bad you know like you know they, like I'm, it sounds like everybody does but but you know because i think people get attached i think i i think people get attached to something that's a symbol but it's not what makes you who who you are mm. like like if you think about it, like, I, like mcdonald's right i mean like you know a guy with a you know red nose and floppy yeah. feet i mean you know, like, can you imagine sitting around the table and going, like, we're we'll do a burger brand today? And, like, you know, like, <laughs> how about a guy with, like, you know, like, a, that looks like, a, you know, like, today would be basically, a, you know, a kid and, a child molester. And, 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 I mean, like, and like, like, and, like, like, who would sit there and go, you know, we're going to do an M? And, like, that's, you know. But, and have you seen the original Ronald McDonald? Yeah. He's a pretty scary guy. Yeah, it's, it's like Mr. Rogers kind of stuff. Yeah. No, but, but like, the thing is, like, like yeah. that's what, my point is, like, like that you, 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 we attach ourselves to yeah. it. And we have, a, we have a different feeling about McDonald's. Donald's, yeah. probably most of us, but it has nothing to do with that clown. Yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> exactly. I know. I know. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, you know, like lose I, the clown. Yeah, lose the clown. I mean, like, <laughs> like, who thought that was a good idea? I mean, like, you know, you know, but, but you know, like, like so, like, I think yeah. people attach themselves to mm. you know things, but but it's it's you know, if you have a brand that matters, if your brand doesn't mm. matter, who cares, right? Mm. But if you have a brand that matters, then it's really what's it's the it's the energy behind the brand that's important, sure. right? And 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 that that. If you have a real brand, that's mm. coming through. 
if you don't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Then get a nice, you know, get a, get yourself a clown and, you know, yeah. and something shiny, right? I mean... <laughs> I, I, what I see is, you know, when you talked about freedom, and it means so much personally to you, I keep hearing this word, and it's like, it, it'll get overused very quickly. Authentic is the word. It's, it, it's, it's well, that's true. That's what Robbie said. Robbie just said, like, it, it, yeah. and it's funny, when he, I, I still even get, like, sort of goosebumps when I talk about it, because it really, like, it was, it's quite, and it was at a time, and it was really profound at the time as well, having just left, you know, you know uh, my previous job and all that. It was a very profound thing for me at the time and because I was you know I was at a crossroads and I was looking for yeah, yeah, what's yeah. going to make me happy mm-hmm. and all those things and my daughter you know my first child mm-hmm. was just born and all that so it was kind of a very interesting time like, yeah. so um, and uh, and it's still like I got on a motorbike like I, I obviously I haven't been able to do it for a while now mm-hmm. but um, but like a week on a motorbike for me is you know you can keep all your therapy I mean uh, you know like it's uh, it's really uh, I, I I change as a person you yeah. know over the course of four or five days yeah I change like I, I just I just wind right down you know and it and I go through uh, every time it's, it's a bizarre because I've done it so many times I go through this bizarre um, you know I get there you know get on my bike and just start you know we start riding you know, any you're jet, obviously jet lag and everything. First day, just kind of you know coping and all that. And the second day, I start to get uh, emotional. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sitting with myself in my helmet, right? Mm. So, <laughs> but I start to feel. I, it just starts to you know it just starts to sort of yeah. bang. On the third day, I get really emotional when I'm riding. Like I, mm. I, 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 it's really weird. It's almost like a release, right? Like yeah. And on the fourth or the fifth day, I'm, I'm. Calm, calm waters, right? And it's and I went with a friend of mine once, and you know, and, and he he wanted he wanted to go on a motorbike trip, and I shouldn't have been, but he, but he was a good guy. But he, yeah. so he, he wanted to meet me in somewhere, so we went, and I went through this sort of. He didn't realize it, but I was going through this sort of, and we got to L.A. and uh, we were at a bar, and we were sitting, and I was just sitting there, just you know, just totally rolling, like just you know, I'd hit that kind of nice place, right? Which yeah. I don't get to that often. Yeah. And uh, and he looked at me, and he's like, "Are you okay?" Like he was really concerned. I'm like, "Dude, I'm real." <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like I'm so okay. I can't even tell you right now. Like, and how often can you get? I, I, I mean, with COVID, it's been a nightmare. But, yeah, sure. um, but I, we we tried. We typically we'd spend the summers in California, right. um, and uh, if I'm a good boy, I can get out for a bike trip. Sure, know, sure, 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 sure. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, uh, but I, yeah, I just, I just uh, it's it's and that and that freedom and that just feeling is completely insignificant. You know, so and, freedom is freedom. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? We could, you could come back time and time again, but we're trying to keep it within a certain sure, amount yeah, of time. Yeah. But absolutely brilliant to have you on in, and thanks again for using your place. And uh, congratulations for upping the word fuck for by about <laughs> five or tenfold, I think. But we have, Sorry, we have, you, no, no, we use it, we've used it before. No, we have, but yeah. I mean, uh, the multiple's gone up a lot, which yeah, is I'm great. Sorry, I was on good you day. don't have to, better behavior you, you, don't, well, you don't have to apologize at all. It was, uh, it was great. Yeah, I'm sorry for that, but yeah, no, I had, uh, the next one I can, I can, I can just completely let myself uh, go. But thanks again so no, much. Thank you. No, thanks for having it, and thanks for using our studio and uh, for uh, no, no, coming no, to no, talk to us. It's been brilliant to talk to you. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you.